what's your hope for the purpose of this thing? I have no hope. Walking with walking with Jesus, um, unfortunately, Jared requires um, walking with other people in some way, shape, or form that as well. Uh, my name is Jared. Every time you hear that noise, that's Jared trying to check out from the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and draws and draws angry triangles. Angry triangles. <laughs> yeah, I'm Aaron. I'm um, not affiliated with him. <laughs> I just want to state that for the record. Yeah, go so Joe. I actually found I wrote notes on my bio because so I can't. Most so days when I wake up anymore. <laughs> the, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily <laughs> yeah. reflect the views and opinions. These people of this don't podcast. actually agree with each other on anything. So. <laughs> Can I be so, controversial on one on thing? Do we want a hard start or a soft start? Um, Doesn't matter. We're already anymore. started. So. <laughs> do you think? Yeah. Welcome to the Undignified Christianity Podcast, where. We think that maybe wishing that smartness was intelligence is with what wishing may be is where no, we wish. I feel we like would. he did that on purpose. <laughs> I feel mocked right now. <laughs> you you were you were both mocked. I'm not severely. smart enough to figure out that he was mocking me. So. <laughs> <laughs> where we wish we was smarter than we is, and uh, yeah, so you can email us at undignifiedchristianity at gmail dot com. Uh, at Undignified Christianity on Facebook. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, what's up? We're continuing the conversation from last week. Last uh, week's episode was airing the Bible's dirty laundry. Should we call this one cleaning the Bible's dirty laundry? <laughs> Put it in the wash. It'll be grand. Put it in the wash. It'll be grand. Was that it's like in a movie. some reference? Is that a movie reference? Oh, I was, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> was like, okay, you know, me and Aaron are both looking at each other. Can you tell what movie that was? Um, I don't remember. Are you allowed to quote a movie if you don't know what yeah, movie it was? It and the do, other people don't know what yeah, movie it was? Yeah, it has to do. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. It was a chick flick. It was actually pretty good. It was some Irish guy and some American chick. It was good. But every time she said something was going wrong, he would just say, put it in the wash, it'll be grand. And then, of course, she turned it around and he, like, fell in a lake or something. She's like, put it in the wash, it'll be grand. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, we have been airing the Bible. If you haven't listened to Airing the Bible's Dirty Laundry... You might not want to. Leap Year. That was it. <laughs> Leap Year? Yeah, that was the name of the movie. Oh. Sorry. It takes me a while. <laughs> I appreciate that. It, it comes... So, if you didn't listen to the last episode, Leap Year! Yes. Uh... If you didn't listen to If I don't say it when it comes to the front of the brain, it'll go back to the back of the brain and I'll forget it'll again. It'll never come back. Yeah. Archived and then no yeah. amount of yeah. buffering she will bring it forward. Um, so, so about 10 minutes have passed for us, but it's been a week for our listeners. Yeah. What's been going on lately, guys? Do we do another opener? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done the last that, times we split that, episodes. No, that we won't haven't. feel forced at all. <laughs> <laughs> Though we all did kind of have the same opener. I do oh, want to ask. Used, we did it at the last. I do want to ask you a question that I meant to ask earlier, though, Aaron. There's a particular real estate agent who wanted to advertise so for the cost that real estate of agent, a pork okay, butt. That real estate agent has said that um, he would prefer to not waste it on a reheat, and his schedule does not allow for a Saturday or Sunday night um, uh, serving. So, so he doesn't want to advertise. That's fine. If, we didn't like you anyway. If, we need to schedule a Friday night. Is what we need saying. to schedule a Friday night. Oh. Um, but then I'll tell him if we're going to adjust our schedule, he needs to bring more than a pork butt. He needs to 
you know. Pork butt and a half. Or like a pork butt and like some mashed potatoes or something, you know? Brett's taters, precious. Continue. I need to go to bed. (laughs) This next half should be good. Yes, good and short. So, So we touched on a handful of topics last time. Under the category of kind of the Bible is metal, which turned into airing the Bible's dirty laundry, we talked about the defeat at eight, eight. 36 eight. dudes who died, and then the family who was killed because of that. We talked about Lot and his wife and his daughters, and that really messed up situation there. We talked about Dinah and her brothers, and some bad things that happened. At a bachelor party. At a bachelor party. <laughs> We talked about Jesus kind of being harsh with his disciples when they were like, hey, how do we do this? And he was like, ah, oh, you guys suck. He was harsh with his disciples a few times. Yeah, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> get behind me, called one of them Satan. We talk about uh, wives for the tribe of Benjamin and a couple other things. But this week's goal is to try and give some clarity on why those are in the Bible. We closed out the last episode with this one, why they're in there what we can learn for them, and why it's important to not just skip over them and pretend they don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Is it important we ask why they're in there? I mean, like, I think that, that we have to come up with an answer for why they're in there. I, I, think, I think the answer to why they're in there... I have an overarching us... answer to all of that, but... So, okay, let me give mine first, and then you can give yours. Um... Is it Second Timothy? Uh, all of Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Great. Sounds right. Okay. Yeah. So all of Scripture is God-breathed, used for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. I think the answer to the question why is... Because it's God-breathed. It, it, it's, 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 it's useful for it's teaching. It's multiple choice. It's multiple choice. Okay? <laughs> is this one useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, or training? Or, excuse me, teaching, teaching, teaching and or rebuking and or correcting and or training. Okay, the and ors you just confuse me. Say that again. Teaching, rebuking, correcting, training. Teaching, rebuking, rebuking correcting, correcting training. training. This is for the people at home that are taking notes. Okay, yes. Because I know we have some very diligent listeners. Oh, absolutely, who take notes while they drive. Do we? Um, and then... Really? Somebody takes notes while listening to this podcast. Yes. Oh, God, I got to clean. <laughs> I got to clean myself up. Crap. <laughs> Like, okay. Um, I about said some more French, but I better stop saying <laughs> French if they're taking notes. There are going to be asterisks all over that place. Sorry. Wait, would they write asterisks or would they write the words? So I actually love the way Babylon would they, B. Would they write asterisks or would they put the words? I love the way Babylon B bleeps things out. They use. <sighs> <laughs> they use flower bed. Yeah. Oh, really? Donkey. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's great. They just have this really yeah. weird voiceover that they cover it up with. So if we answer the, the, the answer to the question why is, okay, so like. Uh, so why is it included why in the is, Bible? Why is X story included in the Bible? And the answer is to teach us, blah, or to correct us in blah, or to train us, blah, or. To equip us? To. Well, teaching... Was but it isn't it just... Equip? Did I jump ahead of you? Isn't I, it just in there because that's what happened? Teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training. See, but all, all of Scripture. Right, because it happened. But there are things that happen that aren't in Scripture. Correct. Yes. So, so why specifically included in Scripture, per for a purpose, Aaron's point, is for a purpose. And You know, in Peter's letter, it says that um, 
a huge paraphrase here, very liberal paraphrase of um, oh, that's Aaron coming to my liberal. side of the fence. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Aaron. Liberally paraphrasing. Give you a slap here. on the back later. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit inspired men to write this thing down, and so it would be very, 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 very strange to me. I guess not impossible. It'd be very strange to me if there wasn't a purpose for every right i just hedge against what we're already going to say later so you had new jared not against i knew jared was just poking i'm I'm hedging for what we're going to say later or protecting us from protecting us from Ah. because there is a line of reasoning we do need to protect ourselves from the bible i mean no I guess the question is, you what do you mean by me if, why is it in You there? asked me if I thought what Lot did was okay, so I can poke <laughs> that's you, where I would be. Well, that's where <laughs> I would be you. going with it. When I, I know what you're saying, and I agree with what you're saying. Yes, everything in there is useful for teaching. It's useful, period. All you're wanting to clarify that parts are not good examples. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, so the question is, why are they in there? Are they so in there God to show God's approval? So it could be like, in there, like Solomon and his and his. It's in there because it happened, and it's useful for teaching and preaching. So, all right, all right. so I accept your definition, Jared. <laughs> so, like Solomon and his three hundred wives and seven hundred concubines was a bad idea. Was a bad idea. <laughs> it's in the Bible, but it's in the Bible. Yes, it was in the Bible as an illustration of a bad idea. Yes, true story. Okay. So, all right. we're all on the same page here. Yep, we're good. All right. so, so, we got that much. Let's go. Number one, Jared, you had the... Uh, oh, I thought I got closure with that. I Talking about the 36 dudes who the died? I knew we should have done clarifications died. in the moment. Now I can't even remember. 36 dudes who died. Yeah, they 36 died. 36 dudes yeah. were commanded by Joshua. Yeah, they Go died. defeat AI. Yeah, Joshua The seven. Lord is with you. Yes. The Lord was not with and you. So Individual salvation other versus than, communal Other outcomes. than for Jared... We are not going to repeat these, and that is because you need to go listen to the previous episode. So if you don't know what we're talking about, it's because you didn't listen to the previous episode, and we have no sympathy for you unless your name is Jared. In because which I don't remember will. the last because episode. Jared doesn't remember, <laughs> remember the last Jared, episode. Aaron was careful to say sympathy, not empathy, because he's not allowed to empathize up. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed to empathize up. That's right. Just swinging for the slow yeah, pitch You can only here. empathize down, not up. Just, just swinging for the slow pitch. Um... Okay, yes. So the 36 dudes died. 36 dudes died. Correct. So are we, we, we going to go through that? item by item? No. Get closure? I, I feel like that's going to be tedious. Okay. I feel like we can deal with slightly more big picture. All right. So bi- Okay, so big picture number one. Passages that are... that don't seem right that are God-ordained. How's that? Passages uh, that seem unjust... God says... That God orchestrates. Okay, God did not orchestrate the killing of those 36 men. So we're going to have to clarify a little bit. God did orchestrate the killing of... Jericho. The family of Achan. So, how is that okay? Thought we just said we were going to go big picture, and you came back small picture. It is big picture. It, it is, is big, big picture. Right. How is it okay to punish more than the person who... Committed the offense. You gotta I, go. I've got a big picture answer. <laughs> I've got a big picture answer. Okay, so but how I, about I don't you know a, that I. Let's play Jeopardy then. Give us the big picture answer, and we'll ask the big qu- picture question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't have the answer, just an answer, that's all. Okay, give us a big picture answer, well, and we it, will give you a big picture question. The, the answer to a lot of these questions, not all of them, because they're not all dealing with the same thing, is the reason I have a tattoo on my right leg that says love and wrath. And like you had to look to make yeah, sure. And I'm like, wait, right. is it right or left? I was actually stumbling over right or left, not leg. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was on my <laughs> On <leg>. my uh, <laughs> leg. On my uh my uh, right buttocks. <laughs> it the big picture to this the death of Aiken's entire family and several other things that we may have came come up with as difficult or brutal passages in the last one is that there comes a certain point where wrath is a natural expression of deep and abiding love. If I, as a father and as a husband, witness somebody come into my house with the intent to do great bodily harm or death to my wife or my children, the loving response on my part, sure, in an ideal world, would be to say, hey, do you know about Jesus and have a chat with him first? But assuming they're not willing to have that conversation and they're making it clear by their actions, the loving thing on my part is to outpour my wrath upon that perpetrator in order to protect my wife and my children. And what I see in the Old Testament that so many people struggle with, and to an extent if you read Revelation as well, the New Testament, um, what people struggle with when they see God saying, oh, this man sinned, kill his whole family. It's because God understood, one, how important the structure of the family is and the leadership that the man plays in the family, and how that trickles down in the way he treats his wife and the way he raises his children. And in this context, I think it was even their servants that were with them that were killed. Um, that structure of leadership had to be completely wiped out. And so God taking an act of tremendous wrath saying, this one dude that we know committed a sin and his whole family was either complicit in actively trying to hide it or... Um, accidentally involved because they were under his leadership, this whole family has to go because you don't just cut out, like if you've got a bullet wound, you don't always just cut out the bullet. If it's been in there for a little while, you've got to cut out the scar tissue around it in order to let everything heal. So the wrath of God that so many people struggle with, myself included, when you read the stories one by one, they're difficult to read. But the wrath of God if you really look at his nature and you really look at his love, and I'm flailing my hands around for our audience who can't see this, I'm talking with my hands, the wrath of God is actually an outpouring of the love of God expressed as protection for his chosen people. Because if that person came in and wanted to do bodily harm, did bodily harm to your family, and you did nothing... Well, bringing that bringing, would that there would be no like the world would be upset with you. Yes, and bringing it to Achan and his family. Achan, because of his sin against God, his refusal to obey, he already had caused the death of thirty-six other fellow Israelites who had not obeyed. The rot of his sin was already killing other people, so that rot needed to be cut out completely. So that that's how I would big picture it down to little picture it. What you got, Jared? No, nah, that's good. <clears throat> <laughs> what? I I agree. Um, 
if you would like me to expound, I also think there's, because I, the way I think of these problems is like, this story could go into that category. And then there's another category mm -hmm. that that story could kind of go into, in my mind. Um, so this category would be the, gee, God, you kind of look that like was a little rough right there. Yeah, that was kind of <laughs> a little harsh, don't, don't you think? You're a little harsh? Yes. Don't, that's the category. Don't you think that was a little harsh, God? Don't you think yeah. that was a little harsh? That was a little harsh, wasn't it? Ye all of them and the animals? I mean, I guess if all the people have to go, that's fine, but the animals? There's a guy I just shared Christ with. He's, when we first started having conversations about Christ and the Bible and God, and one of his things was like, you know, Aaron, it's kind of hard not to look at God as some cosmic toddler throwing a temper tantrum <laughs> and just killing Sometimes, everything. In <laughs> it kind of seems like it. it. I'm like, you know what? I, I have nothing against that to say against that because... It kind of seems like it sometimes. Right. From our limited perspective, it, yes. it feels like that sometimes. When I when I come to that problem where I start to look at God and go, wow, I don't really know if I can quite do following that. <laughs> 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 that seems a bit... Um, there's several things that I've learned that kind of give me some perspective. And one would be that, like Joe said, it's kind of there, like there's the stuff you have to carve out and like, Sometimes when you get into situations where violence is not the answer, but it's what's going to happen, then shit can get hairy. And sometimes stuff just goes wrong, and sometimes stuff just happens, and it like you look back at it later and you're like, man, that was freaking brutal. But it's just what happened. Um, another thing, um, do, 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 where is it? Uh, da, 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 da. Um, things in a different time is another thing. I mean, we have to take these things in context. So how we view the world today is totally different than people would have viewed the world then. And the, the political structures are different. The technological structures are different. So to just assume that it's apples for apples today to yesterday is kind of foolish, in my opinion. So, oh, but how many people read their Bibles devotionally that way? Yeah. <laughs> it's painful. It can be a mistake both ways. It can be a mistake thinking we need to act like this, and it can be a mistake thinking like, well, yesterday is exactly like today. Well, I guess it would be the same mistake. You can read that and assume that God's too big of an asshole and walk away, and you can assume that and say, um, well, I need to be this big of a jerk to everybody, like just right. scorched earth. So there could be an error both ways, yeah. assuming that it's a one-for-one -one parallel for or something well, God must have said it, that must mean that he likes this kind of thing instead mm. of, um, and that would lead to one of the things that I, one of my big things that helped me when I started reading, rereading some of this stuff is we assume the worst out of God. So we read these stories and we say, well, God, why the fuck would you do that? Like, what the hell makes you think that that's okay? And we sit there and we go, that's so bad. Look, look at what you did. You did that. It was bad. And there's two things. One, first of all, we're using his standard against him on what is good and bad, but we're assuming the worst. We're assuming that given what he knew and given what right how much what damage not how much damage that. around that bullet do we have to carve out? We're assuming we can see where oh, that damage is. It's just the bullet. We can it's take just it the out. bullet. I think we can just take out the bullet. I think we can just just kill Aiken. Well, wait a minute. Aiken's and it gets hairy. Aiken's wife never stood up and said, "Hey, don't don't go to battle against AI. My husband kept some stuff." 
Right, and, and I think God's response was, what is this lowing of cattle I hear? So it was more than Achan. Oh, that was, that was back on, that was, was that Saul. Korah? That was Saul. Nope, that was, that was much farther ahead. Saul. But it was um, the same type of situation. Same type of situation. Yeah. God said, go kill everything. And Samuel came oh, back. Samuel yeah, came back right, and said, Samuel what is this lowing of cattle yeah. I hear? Didn't Not I bad. say, <laughs> don't touch it. <laughs> Um, so there's that, and I, for me, one of the biggest was don't assume the worst out of God. So we can look at all these things and look at the historicity of it and all that other stuff, but then we assume that the was worst. A, that was a big question I was forced to confront when, I mean, DJ, does he listen to this or do you just talk to him about it? I, I don't. DJ is a friend of ours, and when me and DJ first met, I was definitely really far over on the free will side of the fence. And he struck me as more further towards the predestination side of the fence. And I had a really good predestination argument the other day. Oh my goodness, I'm not going to share it right now. But while me while contemplating discussions that I had had with him, I was I can't remember if it was somebody else who asked me this question or a book that I read or if it just came to my mind by the Holy Spirit. I don't remember the context of how it came to me, but it came to me that like. I am putting myself, like, if I look at a situation and say, well, that's not fair, God, I'm putting myself in a position of yeah. authority over God. You're taking your standards, putting them in his place, and exactly. then becoming him and judging him with your standards. And to yes. an extent, I want to be careful about saying that because it could sound like a cop-out to just not, not address any of these situations. It can be. But it is important to address your own fallacies in looking at God and putting your sense of justice over his. Right. And I think the heart becomes, I think, I think really the heart and where we need to be is God, I know you're good and something does not compute here. So I have, I have to resolve something either. Okay. So that in the case of Achan, right. Either killing Aiken's entire family is good, or God is not good. I, but this is the false dichotomy. This you're is the false. Okay. Yes, you're okay. setting up a false dichotomy. I was like, Meh. <laughs> right? <laughs> I disagree with your binary <laughs> choice. So, I think when we approach it with, "Hey, God, I have this false dichotomy in my head." But I'm going to go back to the one that I know is that you are good, and I am going to humbly say, I don't know how all that works. Maybe you could help me understand a little bit more of your character. Maybe you could help me a little understand a little more how to apply this story to my life. Because ultimately, because yeah. ultimately, what value is scripture if we can't apply it? But we don't always get that resolution. Right, right. right. And that's why I said, hey, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Be like, but, honestly, what can I learn... About two daughters getting their dad drunk and sleeping with him. Like, well, first of what all, what do you want to teach me? If your here, daughter's God? trying to get you drunk right after your mom turns into a pillar of salt, um, and right after you just offered them to the men of right. the city. So if that's your situation right now, <laughs> put down the alcohol. Put down the alcohol. <laughs> put it down. Like, let's take that one from there right away. But uh. <laughs> God, what do you have for me from this? Because I have to be able to. I I, I don't think the Holy Spirit would have had it put in there if we couldn't apply it in some way, shape, or form at some point in our but life. But you don't necessarily have to either. What do you mean? That that word could be for somebody else and you don't ever need it. That's, that's, entirely, that's so, entirely possible. Right. Yeah. That's just another caveat. But it can, the other thing that the Bible can do 
is and and one of my favorite applications, the one I'll I always look for is what can this scripture do to enhance my worship? What can this scripture do to enhance my worship? Okay, maybe this scripture brings out a little more of God's perfect justice or God's, yeah, God's, maybe the scripture pulls out God's perfect justice. So that enhances my worship because now I have a, just a little bit more understanding of the justice of God and I can worship him f- more for his justice. So I don't know. That's just a thought there. Um, but I, I, I think one of the biggest difficulties we all struggle with in these difficult passages is putting ourselves in the place of God and then trying to judge him. Right. And, and you go back to, you go to Job and it's like, who are you to question God? It's like, oh, well, you got me there. You see, I know a lot of people who look at that and they're like, oh, I love God's response to Job. It is so cool. I don't like it. And at I all. listen to that it and I'm like, sucks, dude. I'm like, mm, I feel like Job right now. I'm, he's really putting me in my place. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, God. I'm getting smaller with every word you say. Like, I just want to shrink into this corner and die. JD Greer preaches to Roman. JD Greer this. JD Greer that. You talk about Driscoll. Shut up. Not for weeks. <laughs> so um, he's he's preaching through he's oh, preaching through Romans man. and he gets to the end of Romans one and he goes yeah I had somebody come up to me at the last service and say man I'm just really loving this Romans study and he said you haven't listened to one word have you <laughs> if you're enjoying this I'm yeah. I'm not doing it right <laughs> oh man so that was uh, when God brings. I don't think we're going to cover every one. I don't think, well, I'm trying to catch yeah. a big, the big picture. So, in sum, the big picture of that one is when God brings discipline. Yeah, not even discipline. It's he's how he deals with some Messed bullshit situations stuff. we get mm-hmm. ourselves into. Mm-hmm. That balance between... Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes difficulty, adversity, or wrath is actually an outpouring of God's love. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to say. So... There's a lot of, I mean, like the whole, the whole concept of Israel. Like entering. how I brought it back to my point and ignored everything you guys said. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Israel, when Israel does come into Canaan and destroys every man, woman, and child in these cities. Um, no, they don't. They were supposed to. They're supposed, they're supposed to. to. <laughs> they're supposed to. So God tells them. And then that strain comes back to bite them in Babylon. Exa- and and exactly. So that's. So sometimes there is a, a bigger reason other than, well, it's God's ways and God's ways are not our ways. When they intermarried, it led them away from God. And when they got led away from God, God was like, okay, fine. Here comes Assyria. Here comes Babylon. Here comes... I got a word for you through the prophet Habakkuk. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And Chaldeans so, are coming, my friend. <laughs> they, yeah, here they come. And, but had they not intermarried... There would have been oh. less of a... Huh? Would they have not failed if they had listened? I'm or would they have just failed have been, again later? They would have failed again. But right. <laughs> like if Adam and Eve had not eaten the fruit... The Son of Man will be betrayed, but woe to him through whom it comes. Yes. Sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's... I, I'm trying to figure out categories. Because we, we, we clearly have the category of, don't you think that's a little harsh, God? We just kind of went circles mm-hmm. around that. There's other ones that are like, 
just straight up gruesome. Like that that really did you have to get that graphic? Like like Lot and his daughters kind of thing. Uh, the foreskins, David and Goliath, Lot and like, daughters, out Lot the bears. daughters. Yeah, no, not Isaiah. Not Elisha. Elisha. I actually Elisha. had that, but I didn't. Yeah. Bring I had up it in too. The last I one. had it too. Like I feel like that's worth mentioning because it's slightly amusing. Well, there seems or, to be no point for the whatsoever. Life of me, I cannot remember. Elisha like, hey, look at Elisha. you! You're going bald. Hey, bear, eat this mofo. <laughs> <laughs> not and just bears too. Hey, she you, bears. forty bears. She, no, she bears. She bears. They were fi- it specifically pointed out. They were she. There bears. was nothing there specific in that story. Biblical context for mama bears being wrathful. Yes. <laughs> she bears. Those jackasses weren't bears. watching where they were walking and cornered a couple cubs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, what would we lump those categories as? Like things that just seem brutal. Well, okay. So and graphic. I think the bears thing goes back in with the. Wasn't that a little harsh? No, because wasn't it a little harsh as we can kind of see why he did it, but we think that he went a little farther than we would have. Gotcha. And in this case... Like, we understand why he killed Aiken, but his whole family? Like, if, if I tell my sons, I'm like, hey guys, if you're doing the right thing, I've got your back, and then somebody makes fun of them, and they're like, dad, go murder them. I'm going to be like, ah, no. But in this case, is Elijah or Elisha? For the ah, life of me, I cannot remember. Elisha. It's a little harsh. Like, the, the people were making fun of... The kids were He's making... He's going to refuse to answer that question. He is. Elijah or Elisha? He can't remember. I'm willing to say I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Okay, there you go. So one um, of those prophets... So, but... The God. Okay, so... Have bears kill these brats. The, the, the kids were mocking the Lord's anointed. So right? you're, putting, you're putting this in the category I'm putting this of, in the category I would harsh. say that's, that in the con- that's in the uh, category of not enough context. I think that's fair. Like I am for I, the bear. I have no idea what's going on here. Like, it just seems a little harsh. No, not really. I, I mean, mean, he could have had the bear come up and swat him one and be done with it. I just tried swiping up on my. I've <laughs> <laughs> been going back and here. forth between my phone and my notebook, and I just tried swiping up on my notebook. I thought you were petting your paper. There. <laughs> I, I I don't know. That one for me would be in solidly in the not enough context. Like so, I don't understand what you're doing okay, here. But so why maybe is, if there was a little more. So why is it in there? Because we don't always get enough context about things in life. Okay, so, it's so how there. about how about that's confusing, God? Yeah. Like, why did you include that? Why is that in there? Why is that in there? So I don't know why has, I need categories. I'm just if anybody has that's any, how your brain works. If anybody has any thoughts about why that's in there, email us at undignifiedchristianity.com. I'm probably going to th- think you're full of shit, but go ahead and email us anyway. <laughs> It's okay. You'll be right along with the three of us here. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's some things that I'm not willing to try. Like I can't get a clear enough picture about what God's doing here's, with it, so I'm not going to try. So I think somebody using it. your test, Aaron. Then if we have a category for why is that in there, and we're using Elijah calling bears to maul children who were annoying him, like how can you teach train? Uh, I think that's the question we need to ask. I'm saying, th- I'm saying the why is the question we need to ask. God, why is this in here? Maybe it's in there to make us talk to God. <laughs> in, maybe. Sometimes I confuse you kids. God, just a lot of people need to learn how to say, like, oh, yeah, that's 
my closer. I'm not going to say that. I'm That's all right. That. That's all right. I'm going to section that one off. I'll, I'll say it because but, Aaron couldn't say it earlier. Aaron couldn't say, I don't know if it's Elijah or Elijah. Sometimes I, we got to be able to say, I, I don't I know I wasn't paying was attention. Well, sometimes we don't get enough context. As soon as you said, is it... Aaron doesn't want to answer. Then it registered that you said, is it Elijah or Elisha? And I said, I don't know. So which is it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Very unlikely story. <laughs> oh, you think I know and I'm hiding it. He's probably saving He's probably that for saving his closer. Yeah, I'm too. saying it was. <laughs> Aaron actually has I think, all the I think answers. it's a valuable lesson to understand that we can't know everything. We, in especially in a world full of media and, and Facebook and things, like, hey, like, there's things, like, I'm never going to understand. I'm not going to have the context around it. Like, it's, we get this in, like, culture shock. Like, go down to South America, like, you watch some of the documentaries, or go to Africa, or go to, like, Russia. You're going to have these culture shocks. You're like, why is everyone? I don't know. But if you've got, like, this little short story from a totally different time and a totally different culture, like, it's, it's valuable to go, you know, I don't know why that's in there, but eh. But I think the pursuit of that, question in some way draws us closer to God. Maybe. I think God could reveal... So back to your point, it could, en- it could enrich your worship by enhancing your knowledge of your need for him or your own inadequacy? It, or, or, well... You I would really have no September birthdays in your entire freaking family, Jared? Nope. Jared has a massive family. What? And they have a family celebrations Seven, plaque up ten, on the wall. 11... 14, August 16, is real heavy. Aaron's September counting ain't got nothing. Total number of people that they celebrate birthdays for. I think that's just 31, 30, grandchildren. There are 34 birthdays. That's 34 just, birthdays in the Hannah family that they celebrate no, through the course no, of the year. That is one branch, and that is just the children and the grandchildren. There are 34 birthdays that are celebrated one on, in this in this particular room right. decoration. And not a single, not a single one in September. September. Correct. I feel sorry for the men of your family in December. <laughs> Why? Nine months after December is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I Sorry. just totally brought us down. Probably the hardest right turn bunny yeah. trail that we've ever gone on this Bang! podcast. Okay, here. killed the bunny. It's right. because our family has to do so many so, family gatherings in December that nobody has any energy. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to trust and worship a god that. I can completely figure out. Right. Yeah. If you can figure and out. So God, then... if there, if so, when God, when when I come to a place where I can't figure out a particular piece of God, um, that enhances my worship because, like, um, yeah. How how endless are you, God? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, uh, eh. Anyway. No, I agree with what you're saying. So given our you, ability to understand to our point. wives, we ought to worship them as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's my problem. Like you, you get to that point, you're like, oh, God, it's so good. I don't understand. I get to that point, I'm like, what's wrong with you, woman? What is wrong with going on? I should be able to understand. Why? Why can't I understand? Oh, we, yeah, because you're God be... and I'm not. <laughs> but <clears throat> like, it doesn't make me go, oh, that's so good. I go, mm. Nah, I'm not I saying agree. I'm right in that assessment. I'm just saying that's what <laughs> that, that's, that's where what I'm at. That's, that's where, where I'm at. at. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a T-shirt that says "That's where I'm at." That's where I'm at, bro. 
So, do we have any more overarching categories? I had one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to kind of save it for my closer, but honestly, this doesn't need to be a long episode. We can close whenever we feel well, but like. Time out. Time out. We jumped from just gross to bear, bears mauling the mockers. So, so, go back to gross. Go back to gross. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know what we're doing. I think the sound effect I used for a couple of mine was... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, Lot and his daughters, and and you uh, mean because our delicate sensibilities are and the dowry for uh, Micah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So because our delicate sensibilities are offended, then that makes something invalid. My delicate sensitivities are amused. (laughs) I get to these stories in the Bible. I'm like, this is a story I can jive with. (laughs) Um, Wait, you got all those guys to have a bachelor party and then you killed them all? Telling you, man, that's a great idea. I like this. It literally was. They were. That was the end. That was the close of the deal. Like, okay, let's get all these. Okay, all these guys are circumcised. Okay, you can have her now. What I want to know is. So the dad was in the front making the deal with the guy, like, you guys got to do this. Could they see the brothers behind him, like, sharpening their swords? Like, yeah, go ahead and tell them to circumcise themselves. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll be there in a little bit. <laughs> no, it's, it's easy, guys. All you got to do is... <laughs> We've been doing this for generations. Look, Just... it's not a big deal. Nah. Anyway, uh, so the gross, like, what... Like that—that's another category for you, Aaron. I maybe. Well, like, what's the point of the growth? I didn't actually have to have categories for everything, oh. but well, I guess we, we did kind of make picture. it a category. So, closure per category, I guess. Why is the gross stuff in there? I think each gross thing though has its own. I think. Oh, you go ahead. Has its own. I don't know that you can make a category in the gross because I think each gross. I think we thing can. Is different. I'll try. I feel like the gross is in there because it's a story of humanity. I think any attempt to clean the Bible up takes away from its veracity. Like, to look at a story, like you mentioned in last episode about Noah's Ark, the fairy tale room for Noah's Mm -hmm. Ark, to take a story and clean it to the point where there is, like, no humanity in it whatsoever. Like, as far as sinful humanity, to make everybody look perfect. Like incense. And sparkly. Yeah. To clean those things out is to neglect to address the fact that we are human and we are sinful and that God compiled this collection of books, including gross deeds, for the purpose of drawing us to him. And if I read fairy tale books, I'm like, okay, there's a moral that I can get from that story, but it doesn't draw me in and make it feel like it's about me. Well, and you can go one step further because people in history, in this time, when... when as scripture was being written, didn't write like this. No, they, they did. They whitewashed, whitewashed everything. everything. Like we don't. Well, that's a modern have, context. Not literally white, like racial whitewash. Cleaned it up. Cleaned it up. Yes. They, they didn't. First of all, it was only the people who won that really. And it was always just like this. Nobody ever died for my team. Like we just wiped the field with these people. Because I mean, yeah. yeah. So this also points to the validation of scripture. Right. Like we. Didn't clean this up. Like this is this like, is what it is. So are, like our you said, if you, get, if you get three identical stories, you're going to say all three of those people are lying. But what we get in the same context is if you get one perfectly clean story painting everybody in the story as it's a bullshit. hero, it's a lie. Yeah. Every 
every single, um, and I'm a challenge on this, every single hero, quote unquote, right. of the Bible, except for Jesus and one other, um, Melchizedek? No, none of the, um, I don't know if he's a hero. Um, yeah, I guess you could call him. Anyway, um, anybody that tells any every sorry, hero, continue. every hero, there is, there is bad. You know, there's David, men. the man after God's own heart, murdered my man Uriah, stole 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 a, a woman from a, her husband who was at war fighting his battle, and then had that man murdered. No, 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 keep going. He got her pregnant. He got her pregnant. Brought him home from the front line so he could sleep with his wife to cover got it him, up. Then got him he drunk to try and get him. He wouldn't do it. So he got him drunk. He still wouldn't do it and said, I'm not sleeping with my wife until my men can come home and sleep with their wives too. Still wouldn't do it. So then gave him a note. And in that note, it said, kill this motherfucker. <laughs> and made him carry it. Made him carry it. To his commander. To his commander who then said, well, sorry there, chum. Charge that wall. <laughs> Sorry. That's uh, one of my passionate, like, I'm, I feel Uriah. Like, yeah. Okay. I oh, feel yeah. you, bro. Okay. That's messed up. You know, all of them. All of them. Um, Abraham lies and gives his wife to, to tries to give his wife away to um, Egypt and See, one, and of, one of my favorite comical, satirical skits that I've seen done about this exact topic is a group of people trying to interview somebody to be their next small group leader. Oh boy. You guys may have seen it. And so they have a whole bunch of caricatures of these characters. And it's like Samson, it's David, it's uh, Paul, it's Peter. Like, okay, what, what qualities do you bring? Ah, I really like sleeping with ladies and uh, <laughs> killing dudes. And they're just looking at him like, what? Um... And then they flip to Peter like, so so how do you think you can cri- contribute to the group? What what strengths do you have? Uh, I denied Jesus. Uh... <laughs> Paul, I kind of got some people thrown in prison. Yeah. <laughs> may, have, may have had some may killed. May have died in prison. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. And so they're like going through all these Bible characters like, oh, David, you see, your resume looks great. Can you tell us about how you can help our small group as our leaders? Like, well, I... Uh, you know, I slept with a hot chick and had her husband murdered after I got him drunk. And then felt guilty and let my son kind of do the same thing and then kind of almost let him take over the country. And yeah, that wasn't good. Either. And yet, so, yet all of these people are the hero. Are the heroes of the Bible. And, and but are they the hero? Who's the real hero? Right. Except there's one that I don't see anything bad about. I will Who? find it. Yeah, I'll Besides find it Jesus. We're, I, we're leaving I'm, Jesus out I'm of this, right? I'm really struggling. Okay. Give us the name. Right. Out. Say it. Joseph. He was an arrogant little shit. But, but was he? Yes. Yes. But was he? Yes. Are you reading that into the text, or is no. it there? It's there, and I'm reading it into it. God he was gave not him a dream. A total. Uh, how does that movie go? It's a quote: uh, "Guardians of the Galaxy." He was. Uh, <laughs> oh, how does it go? Oh, it's got to <laughs> be a good quote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is an asshole, but he's not a total dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think okay. that's how that quote goes. But, so, but wait Paul, a minute. If Paul, he no, had... Paul in one of his letters says, "Knowledge builds or knowledge puffs up, but love builds up." Joseph had special knowledge from God, and what did he do with it? Time out. What did if he do he with had, it? If he had not told his dreams to the people affected by his dreams, where would God's glory and prophecy come from? Huh? 
Okay, Joseph's dreams. Who wrote? Uh-huh. Who wrote the story of Joseph? Oh Moses. wait, Moses. Continue. Sorry. So if if okay, God gives a prophecy. Mm-hmm. When that prophecy is fulfilled, God's glorified. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. God gave Joseph a prophetic dream involving his father and brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he had not told his father and brothers that dream, then when that happened, that prophecy would be wasted. He was not wrong, but it seems like he was getting looking for a reason to tattle. When? He did have a reputation as the time brother out. they didn't like. Time out. Dad said, go tell me what the guys are doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want him to go back to dad and lie? I want him to tell dad. That's not right, dad. I am not their authority figure. I am their little brother. You already know they don't like me because I'm from one of your favorite wives. You should not put me in this position. So you want, him to, you want him to call out his dad in a patriarchal society. Yes, where- because patriarchal society really messed things up. The way his dad was running his family really messed things up. Was that so the his, gift of prophecy could also come from... Yeah. Was that Absolutely. his responsibility? Absolutely. Like I said, he's not technically wrong. I don't know if I'd be friends with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'd probably be sitting with his brothers going, ugh. Actually, I probably oh, would have been... Comes that kid. Was it Reuben? Reuben that was like, I gotta go get him out. Look at Joseph's... <laughs> look I gotta at, get him out. Look at Joseph's sins... Felt good while we did it. Let's <laughs> look at Joseph's sins in relation to the sins of every other hero story of the Bible. I'm not saying he wasn't great. Oh, so, no, so now we're comparing here's, sins. Here's one more. Here's one more. I stand last. Came. I'm better than you. That just came. That just came to me. Daniel. Uh, but we don't have enough context around. I, the rest I'm of just his life. saying. I'm saying as far as written now, was Joseph perfect? Absolutely not. There was only one. You, Joseph was not perfect. I will concede this point to you. We Daniel are, and Joseph are portrayed in the Bible in a much more clean fashion than most yes. biblical heroes. I would say that they're... Thank you. Yes. yes, much cleaner. Like, I wouldn't think they were total rotten scumbags that should get, like, stoned. If I, I would say, as we talk about the heroes of the Bible, the Bible being very open and clear about their shortcomings, which is contrary to most writings of that day... There are a couple of exceptions to that. Yeah, we have those two stories that are definitely standouts from that norm. Correct. Just saying. Anyway. But the majority of them do show a lot of messiness. And? Including on the part of the hero. Yes. Which points us further to the fact where I think Aaron will probably want to go with this as well, (laughs) is that they are not the true hero of the story. So rather they are pointing to... Let's talk ultimate brutality, which we didn't cover. The cross. Oh, Okay. Crucifixion. Wow. Like, I think this kind of comes we back. Miss into, that. I think this comes back into. We didn't. You guys had it in your notes already. <laughs> this comes back to. Um, isn't that a little harsh? Like, did Jesus really have to go through all of that? And the answer is yes. Couldn't he have just taken a spear and gotten it over with? Right. Right? Nice beheading. But Jesus asked God. That'd be a cool scar for after See, but he came back. Here's here's the here's the how are we doing on time? We're good. We're fine. Don't okay, worry about it. Go. So here's here's the the contrast, the piece to look at. 
which was worse, pre-death or post-death of his physical body? I don't know. I don't have enough context around that statement. So the beating Biblical support for Jesus going to hell is actually much slimmer than I understood it to be when I was a child. So but if that's where you're going, like beatings versus hell... This, this statement, you can read into it what you want. Here's where I choose to read into it. Um, um, and the only thing that's coming to mind right now is a song that it's in, but the concept is there. Um, oh, sing it if you want. My, Just don't sing God, it in don't. orca voice. Yeah. <laughs> my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Uh-huh. Being forsaken by God... The father, the song is the father turns his face away. Yeah, how deep the father's love. Right, right. How deep the father's love. The the phrase is the father turns his face away. Which was more painful? The brutal beatings to his physical body received the the time of his crucifixion, or the father, who he had been in intimate relationship with for eternity, breaking that relationship for that period of time. I would say, from my understanding, I have no idea. (laughs) <laughs> I would my look. guess is my guess is that the physical pain was nowhere near the pain of separation from God see my logical mind I my don't know. limited human logical mind I would think the physical pain was worse because the separation if Jesus was familiar with the prophecies and knew how everything was going to turn out in the end, the separation was very temporary. But that physical pain, see, well, I guess three days. We don't, we don't know well, what happened exactly. Hope is lo- if if hope is gone, then prophecies and knowledge don't mean anything. I'm going to retract that statement and go with Jared's firm statement of, I don't have enough information to really answer that question. My, my I would almost, yeah, I, I still don't know. But when I think about it, the play of one than the other would magnify both. So, because uh, see, here's my, so, go ahead, my go people ahead. have left me, but God's still there. That's the hope that we have. Versus, no matter what happens here, we have a hope that as soon as this life ends, we are not separated. Right. He went through it all. And then there was no hope. My only, my only, well. The one magnifies one, the other. One not. argument I have for the separation from God being more painful than the physical pain is as far as Scripture explicitly outlines, God was with him during the physical pain. Yes. And when he, then he cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I think at that point, he no longer had God. But I, I, I will follow your logic of yes. the hope I'm not going to say I understand Cause that. Because he, he probably knew that God was going to have to forsake. But he when doubt knew. enters, yep. all that certainty Pain. comes into question. I'm going to be without this, this intimate relationship, because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, right? He was with God in the beginning. Did Eternity passed, the Father and the Son were in close, intimate relationship, yeah. total, total exposure, total vulnerability, total knowing, total all of that for eternity. And then in a moment in time, that stopped. 
there is some serious pain there. Doubt. I'll agree with that. There is some serious... Now, which was worse? Uh, I, I, I follow your logic. One and I, magnifies the other. One magnifies the other. But all that is to say, the big picture on that is he... Okay, let's ask why. Let's ask why. And he was not a god or a man through all of that history who didn't have skin in the game. He was not someone who sat back and was just orchestrating all of this chaos. Like, as soon he as... Was if, n- he was not, to quote Bruce Almighty, kid no, on an anthill with magnifying no, glass. No, because if, if we follow this logic and God knew everything and he knew where the story was going when he snapped his fingers and created... Right. No matter whether that's new earth, new earth, old earth, doesn't matter. He could have snapped while he spoke. When he started, Mm -hmm. he knew that the cross was there. Woman? No. (laughs) (laughs) But he knew the cross was there. Right. So he already had that in the game when all this other stuff happened. He already had that when he he formed out of the dust and then breathed life. Everything else he spoke and made... But he made us in two parts, which means he knew we would reject and need to be redeemed. And then he went through all of Israel's history painstakingly calling out to Israel and saying, I love you, be with me. And they were like, you know what? Screw you. And then he was like, but I love you, be with me. And he was like, you know what? Screw you. That's what I just said. And then, and then... He takes the penalty, the gruesome, what did we say? Dirty laundry penalty (laughs) of death on the cross and and being forsaken. And so now we can see the big picture of that. We may not be able to see the big picture of Elisha or Elijah or whoever, whoever it was. And the bears mauling the children. We can't see the big picture of that. But now we can see the big picture of the brutality that was visited on Christ. And we see the benefit of that. And the benefit of that is that I won't be forsaken. Is that your closing thought? Because that sounds like a good closing thought. That's a good closing thought. I I won't be forsaken because Jesus was. Hmm. A freaking men. All right. My closing thought. Uh, is uh, two things. Closing thoughts. One, as a Christian, when you're trying to explain the Old Testament to people, your three favorite words should be, I don't know. When you're like zeroed in on a specific story and someone gets to that point where they're like, you know, how could God be this cruel? How could... You have to understand that nothing you say right now may help them. You can say, I don't know. This is where I go that, but I don't know should be your like best friend. Mm-hmm. And then the next is when you're reading scripture, and we've already hit on this, I just have this one saying, the Bible does not affirm everything it records. Ah, it's yeah. recorded yes. accurately. Say that one yes. more time for our listeners. The Bible does not affirm everything it records. Can you put that like in the <laughs> in the tagline or whatever when you post that this thing? That has helped maybe that's Maybe that should be the name of this drop, episode. <laughs> drop the mic, man. <laughs> so when we, we laugh at all these things like Lot and his you know, and the one trick pony, like that 
don't take that as somehow we're saying that God was like, this is the best possible option. Let's go with this. <laughs> it, it's recorded accurately. You mean I can't have 300 wives and 700 concubines? No. I mean, you could try. You can talk to your wife about that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem like it worked the, out well but, for anyone but who tried it. But they did it in the Bible. You're right. You're interrupting his closer. Sorry. Jeez, Aaron. I'm sorry. That's it. That's it. Those were my only two closers. Uh, I had two closers. One I already mentioned is that wrath is, when expressed by God, simply an expression of the outpouring of his love in protecting those whom he loves. And my second one was, in a world that is broken and chaotic and gruesome and brutal and messy, you can see it on our headlines every day, you cannot look at the news without seeing something that makes you cringe. In a world that is that way, God was good enough to include reality and truth in his word to make us realize that even in the midst of that world, in the midst of that chaos, in the midst of that brutality, all of those things, perhaps, without trying to be cliche, perhaps we can learn from them, but most certainly they point us to our need of a savior other than ourselves. Because mm. all the heroes of the Old Testament and even many of the great men of the New Testament were still broken, sinful people. And they were only pointing us to how Jesus Christ on the cross died, buried, resurrected, would actually fulfill the role of the hero that we truly need in our life and make sense of the messes that we all go through. Thanks for listening to Undignified Christianity. Hopefully something we've said has been at least slightly helpful, encouraging, helping to make sense or not make sense because sometimes we just don't know yep. the mess of this world that we I live in. I don't know. And the mess of the Bible that we read. Yep. God bless you. Peace. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. In three, two, one. We've been recording that. We probably have. <laughs> That's fantastic. Back up off my crayons, bro.